Come on, let's go. Come on. Let's go. You know that's pretty uh, that's pretty appropriate from uh, for yesterday because yesterday was 316 day. I don't know if you know what 316 day is, but if you're a wrestling fan, you know it's Stone Cold Steve Austin day. And if you don't have your let's say ducks in a row there, you better you better get them in line. Brad, you there? I am. Did How you, you know tonight? I'm great. Did you know it was uh, Did you know it was Stone Cold Steve Austin day yesterday? No, I'm afraid that one flew right <laughs> past me. <laughs> that one went past you? It did. Oh, bro. Yeah, well, I'm a, I was a huge, insane wrestling fan forever. And still, still am, but Stone Cold's my guy, so, yeah. So, well, there you go. Yeah. You obviously knew the day was coming for celebration more than St. Patty's Day. There's no doubt. There's St. Patrick's Day means nothing. Nothing. Never never meant anything to me. You know what I mean? You'd wear oh. some green and go to school, but we were, we're Italian, so we don't care. Eight <laughs> <laughs> mail is about to start rolling in with shamrocks on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we're on it. Final Approach Podcast. Uh, big shout outs to the people that always help everything make go, uh, make it go. Uh, Benelli, my folks at Federal, uh, Mossy Oak, and then uh, my local partners that are that are right around here that are also nat- national. You know, you got Loophold here, and uh, and my guys at uh, Benchmade Knives and Patternmaster, who I've always dealt with and 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 shot and supported. So we got great people around us. So. Uh, you can check out the podcast. You go to Apple Podcasts, a couple other places. we got a bunch up. Brad's been on one before. Uh, we've done a bunch more. You could also hit up our uh, our social media sites. Uh, you go to follow us on Instagram. You could, you could you know, click and like us on Facebook. Uh, get up on the YouTube channel and subscribe. we got some good videos on there. You know, it could be product stuff. could be throw up a couple hunting videos and some other stuff. So, hey. Uh, I don't know if you were searching anywhere or doing anything today, but uh, I I sent Rob at Ranchland Outfitters, uh, our buddy Rob up in Alberta there, I sent him some clips from when we were up last year, and he's like, oh, dude, I already put one up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, that was fast. I was like... Yeah, that was a peak, wasn't it? Yeah, so I, I, I dug through, and I was like, well, what which one did he put up? Because I sent him a bunch, because I just chopped a bunch up. And... Right. Uh, uh, it was that it was that layout hunt when we shot the quill, we shot the quill Wait. goose, and uh, you just see three you just see three mallards just bomb us, 
you know, come in like 10, 10 yards off the deck and everybody, everybody stays. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Um, so in the midst of, in the midst of everything going bananas, uh, with the virus and, you know, just, Hey, listen, just wash your hands, use hand sanitizer and limit yourself to who you're by and what you're doing. And we just got to stay in the foxhole for a little bit. That's it. That's it. Just, yeah. just do well, your stay calm. Yes. Some family time. Yes. It's time to reacquaint yourself with your kids, your wife, your, yes. whoever you're living with. Yes. Like just calm down. Uh, uh, my brother's, in healthcare, he's in Pennsylvania. He's in an urgent care, and he's like, it's just on fire. Like everybody that has a sniffle, a cough, anything, all of a sudden, they want to be tested. Uh, so yeah, they're freaking. Yeah, everybody's yeah. freaking out. So listen, just read up on it. And listen, I I don't even want to talk. I, I I'm just talking about it a little bit because I really want to get away from it because everybody else is just like hammering it, and the people who really well, know what they're talking about. Night is about what you could be doing or thinking about other than right. COVID-19. Right, right. So, right. like, for me right now, you know, the only thing we can do is chase coyotes. The fishing isn't great yet. You know, the water's pretty murky. Um, some of the rivers open and they're closed. Like, I don't even I don't even deal with all that. I'm, I'm not the fisherman here. So, like, we'll run up to the mountains and do some trout fishing or whatever, but there's probably still snow. So, uh, so we're kind of limited. So that's when you and I started talking. You have probably a little bit more to do up there in Alberta than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Our type of uh, self isolation would be to go ice fishing. We still have like right. three feet of ice on the lakes. Right. Our season runs to the end of March for walleye and pike and stuff like that. And then trout's actually uh, rainbows, browns, brookies, tigers, all that kind of stuff. Oh, it yeah. doesn't close. So. Uh, we have good ice through April. We can go out and sit on a chair and be far from anyone else uh, in terms of social distancing. Right. And be in the great outdoors. Yeah, I mean that's the whole. You know, that's the whole point. I'm trying to get, you know, everybody moving into something else to do. You know, like so. The next thing that you and I started talking about uh, is like getting all your stuff together and your trailer or your gear. And and getting to the point of what do I need? What's broke? What can I fix? Like, just start your summer projects. Like, you might as well start them now. You know what I mean? The little things that need to be cleaned. Uh, you know, I got a couple blind pieces. Maybe there's a couple broke pieces, or I lost a hint, or I lost a pin, or I lost. A, like, just go through everything and see what do I need? What can I do? Uh, to kind of, you know, to kind of get ahead of it. So yeah, get everything in tip-top shape for opening day. Right. Even though it's far away, it takes your mind off things, keeps things positive, puts you in the right frame of mind. And right. Right. Like who doesn't want to think about opening day of waterfall season? That's what I'm saying. So I mean, it's just like let's let's figure out what we can do and get on it a little earlier. You know what I mean? Because. You know, once everything gets back to normal, it just goes haywire. You know what I mean? Everybody gets back into their normal life, and everything just gets ridiculously going. You know, kids will have yeah. sports and running around, and uh, and you know, work will be at a full blown. So it's like, 
yeah, just take the time and do what you got to do. You know, I, I was trying to plan my projects and see what I got to do. I'm thinking to myself, well, I could clean everything, get everything ready, and then I'm done. And then I could spend maybe the summer fishing or doing whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? So that's, that's perfect. So, you know, if you're, if you're north or south, uh, you know, north you'd have ice fishing. And you can get some of that done or maybe them fishing or maybe you can still chase some snows in certain spots. I mean, the snows didn't even get to you yet, have they? No. There's, I mean, we still have two feet of snow in the right. yard, four feet on the edge of the driveway. So right. the honkers got back here about 10 days ago, and I expect the snows to be here in about two weeks. That's right. That's right. So, yep. so I mean, that's not, even, that's not even going on yet, really. I mean, the guys are shooting them in, up in the slot and through Missouri and up through Dakotas, and that's kind of where they're jumping back and forth or wherever. I saw Iowa on the board. Those guys are doing it. Uh, and turkeys yep. is already going down in the south. You know, you got the guys already, you know, beating them up in, in Florida. And I believe Alabama is probably – Mississippi prob- is going for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, you know, they're already chipping away at them. Uh, I know I talked to Sheldon. I talked to my buddy Sheldon who's in Texas – I think they get cracking on the first or the first week of uh, of April. So yeah, and and we don't open till the fifteenth. So it's coming here. So I mean, it's it's going to be here. So you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, get something in. Um, you know, go through the freezer. You know, we talked about that last time about getting recipes and doing stuff. So oh, yeah. you know what I mean. I mean, what's your What's your main thing you got to tackle? Just rewrite, just rearranging the the decoy trailer. Well, I always have to rearrange the decoy trailer. <laughs> yeah. I pulled out some of my snow goose decoys the other day. Uh, yeah, I know. I have a first world problem that I have so many decoys, I probably can't get them all in my trailer at one time. Right. So, it's um, organized the snow decoys because our early season the ground is still frozen. Right. So you either carry out full bodies or you take. Uh, you know, a, a portable drill with a big bit so you can drill a hole in the frozen ground to put stakes into. Right. So knowing what uh, you can set up, you have to have everything available to just sort of pack and run when the birds show up because, you know, they're on the move. They're not going to stick around for a long time, and you'll find them in a field maybe for a week or 10 days, then they're going to bounce two miles north, and they're going to bounce 10 miles north, That's right. and then eight miles north. and. They just keep on playing leapfrog because they're so anxious to get north. So right. I have a bunch of FA full-body snows that are ready to go if the ground is frozen or if we have some sheet water where I can set up in the field. And, of course, I've got um, a bunch of the new FA socks that are uh, perfect for setting up uh, when the ground thaws a bit or if you want to drill some holes, sit in whites or uh, get oh, yeah. the blind and put a snow cover on it. Oh, yeah, we've done that. Oh, yeah. We've I mean, last year was... It was a lot of fun. I mean, the first world problem last year was sitting around having to clean birds every night for three hours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was wet. You know what I mean? It was, and we had to hump everything in. You know, there was no, yep. there was no driving the trailer in, but, you know, it's all good. There was less comfortable. Yeah. Everybody grabbed a bag of, of uh, socks, and we went for it. And away we went. Yeah. Yep. So... You know, like you said. It was fun, you know. Do you remember that day we, we finished like 300 adult snows at like 10 yards above? There were birds landing at our feet. Yes. And the rest of the flock was just sort of hovering over our heads. It was like yeah. your heart rate tripled. 
But and, you spend all year for a I moment know. like that. I know. You finish a whole flock right in your face. That was, I still just like get goosebumps every time I think about that. Yeah, I mean, that's really what, I mean, that's really what it's about. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why you do all the, that's why you do all the work. Yep. Yeah, so when you do it right, it does work. And, you know, yeah. we did pack in all the decoys and it was too wet to drive. Like if we'd have tried to even drive in the fields, we'd have sunk right to the axle. Oh, the truck, so. yeah, we'd still be there. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> so it's just uh, part of the game. And, uh, you know, we're just really blessed that uh, we do have a spring snow goose season right now. Because if you look back, like in the, in the 70s, for instance, snow geese were considered like somewhat threatened. There was uh, really stringent uh, limits on them and uh, short seasons. And boy, have things turned around in, in uh, half a century. Oh, it's it's gotten ridiculous on how, how much it's changed and what's gone on. You know, listen... Pennsylvania, you know, we grew up in Pennsylvania. You never saw a snow goose in Pennsylvania. Like, it was a big deal. And now, you know, you go down there by my dad's house, and you can just follow them out of this old quarry. Uh, and, I mean, they're coming out by the thousands, and you could sit there and watch them come out for an hour. You know what I mean? You never do oh, that. Yeah. You never do that. So, a lot nope. is changing. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So, yeah, so... There's snowed out? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, play on words, sorry. <laughs> it's like when you got cabin fever, more dad jokes come out, right? Listen, it's it's like the kids are already, <laughs> you know, they're already like, I'm bored, and I'm already trying to think about what I can do. Like, I took them, okay, so so ammo sales are up, okay? Oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're watching the stock market, like, what's up? Ammunition, like... And we were talking about this the other day, and I don't know if it's like the doomsday preppers or everybody trying to, you know, buy. I don't know. Or it's just guys want to got something to do and they want to go shooting. I mean, I went shooting this past weekend, took the whole family, and we went. Uh, and the kids yeah. shot and, and Amy shot. We just went. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to have some fun and, and do something outside and outdoors and just get away from everything because it's, you know what I mean? You know, yeah, we got to work all week, and you know, I, I've always worked from home, so this isn't a big deal to me. So, I have too. So, right, I right, you're you. in the I same mean, boat. Why not get out and do some shooting with the family? It's, right, it's a way of staying away from the rest of society. Do your own thing, have some fun. Uh, you know, sharpen your skills, teach the kids something new, whatever it is you right. want to get out of it. Right, right. So, so think about think about what you can do. I mean, the best thing to do is get outside and go outdoors. You know, pack up the boat. Uh, take everybody on the lake do some fishing if you got open water you know who cares if you don't catch anything you at least got them away from their devices and you got out and got to do something you just got outside you know uh my buddy james i mean you met james they just went to the uh you know to the pheasant farm let's call it you know what i mean uh because yep. you know obviously you can't shoot anything everything's out of season here but if you go to the the, the petting zoo <laughs> you you can go shoot a couple and get some cardio in. You know what I mean? Like, just just think about some other stuff to do. Go to the range, go shoot, go fishing, do some ice fishing, like you said. Take the kids on a hike. My brother just sent me some pictures the other day. Hey, we're up the mountain taking a hike. Like, I'm thinking about taking them maybe four-wheeling this weekend in the truck and just going up the mountains. Like, just, you know, James grabbed the RV and he said, hey, I'll see you next week. He's gone. So, you know, so, you know, you just got to make the best of it right now. And, and you know. Stay calm and do, well, not do only something that, fun. You have to make a point of eating properly and getting exercise, getting right. outdoors. This isn't a time to go sit on the couch and stay on your phone for 12 hours or, Agreed. you know, 
do something crazy, like live your life. This is a great opportunity. Like I said when we first started this conversation, reacquaint yourself with your family, your kids, who you yeah. live with. Go out and do something fun. It doesn't mean you have to do it with the neighbors or, or in a mall or in a crowded uh, center somewhere. Like there's lots of things that we can do in North America where we're on our own, enjoying the outdoors and fresh air. and You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, anything except enjoying the, the the great outdoors and doing something for yourself. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, I can uh, I can kind of relate this going back. Like if you if you've ever been unemployed, like this is kind of this is kind of like unemployment because you're sitting here and you're like, okay, I got all this time, but then you're trying to watch your money because you don't know like when your next job is. You know what I mean? So you're kind of staring at the wall, going, okay, what can I do that doesn't cost a lot of money and I can go do it and have some fun and not be cooped up in the house? So it's almost. It's almost like that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I know that's a, a little extreme, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of how I'm looking at it. I'm just going, hey, I'm just going to go have some fun and 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 get everybody involved. And it doesn't you know, most of us who enjoy the outdoors don't mind getting lost in the woods uh, with a couple other people and doing whatever. You know what I mean? So as sportsmen and sportswomen and anybody who enjoys the outdoors, like you said, this this is perfect timing to take a breath, you know, regroup and go, okay, listen, this is going to be going on for a while. We don't know how long. So let's just make it happen. You know what I mean? Let's go do something. So yeah. normally we have to make excuses to go do this. Oh, you know, that's right. Someone and I'm going to head out fishing for the day or you know, you're looking for an excuse to get away from work. Well, you don't need an excuse. Just get out there and make it happen. That's right. That's right. I mean, this is this is definitely a time to, you know, because, you know, like I just said, usually, like, when you're unemployed, you don't have the money, but then you have the time. And then when you're working full-time and you're busting and you're running the kids here and you you have no time to do anything, you got money, but not, no time to do it. Now you just go, hey, I got time. I, we got some money. Like, the, everything's not going to crash you know, we're going to come out of this, so let's just go have some fun, find something to do, and, and let's just go. You know what I mean? Not a problem. So I think I think there's some great things to get going. And and listen, you know, talk to your, your you know, call the Fish and Wildlife Office. You know what I mean? I, I'm probably going to go down. Uh, we've had some pretty good sun this week, uh, and we're probably going to get some more. I'm probably going to take a walk out to the refuge and see what birds are sitting around and get some good pictures because I guarantee okay. you there's some birds moving through uh, that don't usually, uh, you know, we don't usually see them maybe on the way down south. So maybe coming back north, I might catch a cinnamon teal or I might catch something cool. Uh, you know, last year uh, we caught, man, I caught like, and it was it was about the same time. It was right after last period of goose. So it was like beginning of March, mid-March. I mean, there was like 10 ruddy ducks here that I never California, yeah, when I lived down there, I'd see them. But up here, I never saw one. And there was 10 at the lake. I was snapping all kind of pictures. I mean, that's a cool bird. We don't. We, I never saw them in the fall, ever. You know what I mean? Right. So You know, the spring plumage is always the best of oh. the year. They got their, their suits on trying to find a lady to impress. So, you know, if you're looking for... Waterfall photos, there isn't a better time of year to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. It doesn't cost you anything. You know, grab the camera, go, you know, load up the SD card, come back. You know what I mean? I mean, you never know what you're going to see. I mean, you know, the whole, 
you know, bird watch, take some photos, do whatever, and just be outside. It's a whole other deal, you know, what you could be doing. So there's, you know, like you said, we need to like reorganize uh, life and priorities and just kind of look at what we can do and, and have some fun and go, hey, you know, I never, you know, like out here with us, you know, uh, oh, I didn't get to build a decoy cart last year to put all the decoys in because we got to push everything out, can't drive in the field. All right, build it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to fix something on the boat. Like, jump in a boat, fix it. You know what I mean? You got, like, perfect time to do all those little, you know, it could be something on the house, too. I mean, listen, you know, everybody's got, you know, things to do around the house and whatever else. So, I mean, there is a, so you, we keep going back to this, but there is a total upside to what's going on right now, too. So. It's like a free reset. You know, society has gotten so hectic, so busy that uh, most of us feel the constraints of everyday life. It just hammers at us like nonstop. Who would have ever thought that we'd be at a complete standstill to do whatever we wanted to (laughs) in our own space? Like, it's quite a novel idea. Like, if you'd have, uh, you know, written a a, a fiction book 10 years ago and said this, people would definitely call it fiction. They would have never believed it come true. But uh, it, it is a great opportunity if you take advantage of it. Instead of sitting around moping and wondering what's going to happen tomorrow is, Go out and make tomorrow happen. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there's been a couple people, you know, oh my god, I've been, I've been doing so much reading and so much stuff, but you, but you, you're so right. Like somebody actually predicted like this was going to happen. It was pretty crazy. I was doing some reading, so you can dig on that. You know, grab a grab a book. Um, you know, there's a ton of books out there. Go to the bookstore and grab something. Get something online. Uh, you got a couple books that that you've already done. You know what I mean? That are out there. You don't. What's the what's the latest one you did, the the fishing uh, the fishing one or the, the hunting total fishing manual? Yeah. And there's the total outdoorsman, the yeah. Canadian editions, of course. Uh, total gun manual, uh, total survival manual, which might be very <laughs> after told. No kidding, edition. right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, you can go to Amazon and and find that one pretty easy. Yeah, so just Google, uh, get on Amazon, look for Brad Fenson, look at that stuff, and you could find a couple books to get, you know, you know, get the kids reading on something. They could, they could get into it. Um, you know, we have a buddy down here. I mean, I, you met Worth Matthewson last year. You met Worth. Worth right. has been writing for for Delta and for everybody else for a very long time. He's like one of the. I mean, he's one of the treasures here in the Northwest. There's no doubt. If you're a waterfowler, Worth has been everywhere. Uh, and has met everyone, chased every bird, and and he's got a new book out. And you know, so you just gotta, man, just just reset and go. So there's so you much options. You know, nowadays we actually have uh, uh, audio books. Like you, you want to get your kids or your family more interested in reading and different topics. Try going for a trip and putting an audio book on the right on the car speakers and just enjoy it they'll be asking you if you can keep going so they can finish it right which is quite a novel idea who would want to spend more time together in a vehicle but (laughs) you can do it at home as well whatever it uh uh, i always think of things outdoors or traveling somewhere which which puts me in a a truck most of the time (laughs) yeah i mean you're in the truck a bunch and 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 i got you know i got a lot going on so i'm trying to do whatever i can too but yeah we need to we need to get you know, we need to get reset. And, you know, who, listen, who knows? You know, this this crazy uh, this crazy thing might have all just happened for a reason. You know what I mean? What do I know? What do you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
it, it could it could totally be the reset and everybody's everybody's panicking on what's going on. Well, listen, just go do something. Just get out and go for it. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what else you know I got. Listen, I'm working on recipes. I know you're always working on recipes, and 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 I see them. But it's like, okay, if you hunt fish, freezer's full, so you're not panicking there. You know, like the rest of the world, you 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 stockpiled for the whole year, so you know you got you name it. So I'm like, okay, because Cole even asked me when are we having goose burgers, and I'm like, yeah, I got to do that, and I got to do this, and I'm just like starting to check everything off. So yeah, perfect time to you know those nights you don't have time to cook, now you got time. So yeah, anyhow, time to find a recipe, get online, right, search them out, right? Because it's all about prep. You know, that's one thing. Yeah. You know, hanging out with you, it, it's all about prep and how you cook it and take care of it and make sure it goes well. So, once again, another perfect thing to do, stuck in the house, show the kids how to cook. You know, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make, you know, moose enchiladas, (laughs) which I've had before. So, you know. We had those tonight. Oh, you are kidding me. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah, we did. (laughs) I'm crying about that one. Yeah, those are good. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's There's so much, so much to do. What uh, do you got any good fish recipes? Because I know I know maybe people are you know have have dug through the deer and elk and maybe want something different. Maybe they're going to pull out some fish. I don't know what the last fish dish you made because usually you're pretty. Oh, if you go to mossyoak.com, I got some good fish, fish recipes on there. Everything from salmon to oh. uh, pan fried uh, fish to uh, grilled, smoked, you name it. There's a bunch of recipes on there, and of course. Uh, I, uh, I write for a, I write recipe columns for American Hunter, which is more game. But right. Uh, right. Game and Fish has got a piece coming up right away about making sure lunches. Uh, it's coming out here within a month or two. That'll be, you know, incentive to get out there, catch fish, and cook them up fresh. That's no doubt. The uh, I'm seeing a ton of guys um, with bluegills just absolutely pouring the wood to the bluegills. So yeah. I mean, yeah. the only thing I've ever done with them is you know. Fillet them out, uh, fillet them out, and bread them, and fry them. Um, you know, because you know the problem is they're so small. Once you fillet them out, like the ones that we get, you know, I'm not down south where they're getting, you know, ones the size of, you know, a, a five gallon pail lid. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't get those. <laughs> so that's the only way I know how to do them, and we just don't get that many. So I know the guys down south, and I've seen the guys ice fishing and hard hard water fishing just just ripping them so i don't yeah, know if that's something you know, big up by you the number of daylight uh, hours is increasing rapidly and that really turns the fish on right so march and april are really prime months to get out there and take advantage of those fish coming off the winter months and of course uh cooking and eating them is always a, a bonus oh there's no doubt there's no doubt i mean everything is everything will be on us quick turkey will be on us quick uh spring barrel will be on us quick uh hey this guy just said Wife pan fries bluegill whole no breading and they're excellent. There you go, pan fried. Throw them in. I'm all about it. Um, so um, we got turkey. We got spring bear coming. Uh, I'm trying to think of what. Else. Oh, the, the coyotes kicked my ass last week. <laughs> oh, I, I had the wind right. I had everything right, and they just uh, they just sat tight. 
and uh, it's just yeah, sometimes one, they can do that. Yeah, uh, you know when the snow leaves, there's too much food for them. They can be a little bit picky. Well, and it and it could have been. Uh, we were just coming off a moon cycle. It could have been that. And, and the reason I went that night was we got really cold. And uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't rainy, you know, because I didn't want to sit in the rain with the rifle and just sit there and just get poured <laughs> on. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, the wind was howling in the direction that I needed. So I just figured I would just hunker down and see if I could get something cooking. And, and I think everything just sat tight. Or, or like you said, you know, they might have been pretty pretty good on food and we're just you know content and not worried about it so who knows right. yeah as you know from our experience predator hunting you have to be out there at the right times and the moon phase does yep. play a big part in that yep and uh when you're out when they're on the move that is uh critical to like consistent success there's there's no doubt there's no doubt and and listen i don't I love predator hunting. It's so much fun. I'm like, if I could do anything else other than than duck and goose hunt, it would be it would be crows, and then it would be, you know, predators, be foxes and and coyotes and bobcats and that whole drill. Like that is just so much fun to me, and such a challenge. Uh, and I'm just so I'm just so into it. I'm no I'm no I don't know everything about all that. I just love learning everything about it. But like you said. Like we were using like Scout Look just merged with uh, HuntStand, so Correct. we were using we were using Scout Look on that trip to Texas, and it was right on the money every time. So, <laughs> I mean, it was it was scary how much it was on the money, and like you said, it's the moon phases and what's going on. And yep. um, I actually just read a really a really good article in. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, uh, Predator Hunter or Predator Extreme. I think it was Predator Extreme. You've written for that one, haven't you? Or yes, which? I have, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Predator Extreme, and and they were talking about um, the the phases of the moon and what goes on, and then you know, just like you said in the app, but other game is moving. You know, all these studies were showing. They were talking about uh, University of. Michigan was doing a study, University of um, uh, Mississippi, or not University, but Mississippi State was doing, and they were targeting certain critters that the predators were chasing for prey, you know, to eat. So if it was cottontails or if it was jackrabbits or whatever the case, wherever they were, the main food for coyotes and bobcats, they were watching when they were moving, and then you saw the increase in the predators moving so i mean obviously it's you know you would think it'd be that easy to figure it out but you know when they move when the when the prey moves the predators move i mean and that's what it's really based on um but but there was a really cool go ahead it's hard to understand but the gravitational pull of the moon has a lot to do with tides and fishing we know that if we fish on the ocean much right if you talk to anyone in law enforcement you'll tell them that full moons are like the ships (laughs) they don't want it right and uh, it does play a big role in terms of game movement and uh, the barometric pressure and what they feel and when they communicate and all the rest of it. So it is something very important to pay attention to. Yeah, there's no doubt. Now, the, the, cool, thing, the cool thing in the article was they were talking about um, uh, foxes, and they were talking about when the foxes were moving. But then they were talking about the foxes were moving at a staggered time 
then the coyotes were moving because the foxes didn't want to get clipped from the coyotes. Right. So, yeah. so it was like the rabbits were moving certain times, and then the foxes were moving at that time, and then the rabbits really increased at this time, and the foxes didn't do anything, and then the coyotes came out. So even right. even the foxes know, like, like hey, <laughs> we can't go out right now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Which is just, yep. like, it, it just, it. I, I thought that was a very incredible uh, article, like, like laying that out and, and talking about that, because it, it's, that's perfect. I mean, that's the way it goes in the wild. You got to look at it and go, okay, you, I mean, you're either, you're either eating or getting eaten. So you got to figure out yeah, what, the, what to the do. Response, yeah. The, um, the other thing. That was really interesting was uh, they were talking about bobcats and you know how you know how much you and I love bobcats right because you're oh, yeah. you're two and up, you're two up on me I'm like zero you might be more I don't know how many have you shot have you shot more than two I've seen a few more but I've okay. only got two yeah okay so you're two you're two up on me you're two ahead so um they were talking about the bobcat site isn't as good, so they seem to be more active on the full moon phases because they can see their prey a little bit better. So you know, listen, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, you're you're more on the biology side than me, uh, and and there's a lot more guys that that know way more than me about that, but I, you know, that. You learn something every time. Like I, I didn't even think about that or learn that. I'm just so in tune to, you know, those dab bobcats are so freaking stealthy. You know what I mean? And they are just, you know, they are just on top of it for me. You know what I mean? That's that's they my know ghost. How to avoid you. Yeah, that's like my that's like my ghost. Like he just he or she they just ghost me. Like I just don't get it. And who knows? You know, for all the times we called up and. And sat there, you know, all these guys always say, well, you know, half the time you do a, a, a Bobcats, you know, set, you might sit there and, you know, you think nothing happened, but he, he was there and saw you and didn't come out or you didn't see him and he just left or she left. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, man, I just so, yeah, yeah, that was pretty that was pretty awesome article. I was into that. So, you know, that's another thing. Go online, do some reading. Uh, check out some blogs. There's podcasts like this. I mean, there's a lot going on, so you could totally take advantage of the time, I guess, is really what, you know, here's this guy saying, bobcats are beyond patient long stands, and they need to see movement. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Uh, They they were my unicorn for a number of years. (laughs) Yeah, and it's mine. (laughs) And now it's mine. (laughs) And now it's mine. Well, remember... Uh, remember down in Texas, those guys, they had a uh, had a coyote come in, shot the coyote, you know, dead flat at whatever, you know, close range, too. I, I think he shot him with a shotgun or, or they shot him close. And then they sat there for a couple more minutes. And, and all of a sudden, somebody said, Bobcat right here. And he was sitting on the rock watching him. And I'm like, how, I'm like, dude, how come that doesn't happen to me? You know, well, like, you know, you mentioned that it does happen and people say you miss them. The first bobcat I shot, we were watching, and the fellow I was with, he poked me and said, there's a there's a cat sitting there looking at the collar, and I looked down, and I've been watching the whole time. Oh, I don't know where he came from, how he snuck in, and it was a huge male. Like, was it was it? a big cat. 
and uh, so I had to shoot him. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Are you kidding me? You know. But I have no idea how he snuck in there on open ground without us being able to detect him. He was sitting on his haunches and just looking at the collar, and I could not believe that we didn't see him come in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely my unicorn. I mean, you know, uh, the Texas hunt that you and I went on and 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 shot a ton of foxes was. <laughs> absolutely incredible and it, and it just seemed like you know they couldn't be further from they couldn't be further from uh, each other like you know like you turn the collar on and we'd have action we'd have action so fast on the uh, on the foxes like if it didn't happen in like the first couple of minutes like it wasn't happening you know what i mean it was yep. so quick but but the bobcats i mean you got to sit there you got to grind it so you know that's all right we're we're we closed on Bobcats on the 28th, which sucks because I know I'm going to see them now when I'm out for coyotes and I'm going to have to just bite my tongue and watch them and, and just tell them I'll get them next time. <laughs> yeah, so what are you going to do? You know what I mean? That's, that's all you can do. So what's, uh, what's the activity up there with big game animals? Is anything moving? Uh, is everything hunkered down? Or what are you no, guys? things are moving lots, and lots of people are getting out shed hunting. Lots of people uh, are fighting Alberta's famous for big whitetails, and boy, Saskatchewan, Alberta. Oh, Saskatchewan, my God. Columbia. Yeah. On my Facebook feed, people are finding some whitetail sheds that are just astronomical. It's like, wow. Like, how can a deer get that big, and how come nobody has seen them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how has this one been uh, invisible to everybody? Like, where has he been hiding? Right, you just find his sheds. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know, uh, I know. Montana has a. Uh, I remember watching it on that show, Wardens, and I I did not know this, but like on uh, the management areas, they have an actual uh, like season to go do that. Yes. And uh, I, I watched it on there, and I I couldn't believe it. Like it was absolute like madness. Like people on four wheelers running bikes, like just like going crazy up in the hills on this management area to try to find, you know, the biggest, biggest horns they could find. And uh, yeah, I mean, so you know, there's another thing that that everybody can go do. You know, get out and go do some shed hunting. Uh, you know, do something new. You know, there's so much going on that you just gotta. Like you said, you just got to reset and and figure out something to do. Like I've, I, you know, we don't have monster, we don't have monster deer here, on in the slot that I'm in. Um, there's some decent ones. It depends on where, you know. But finding sheds, it's like good luck. You're going to be chucking through the blackberries, and you know, I mean, you've seen you've seen the country here on the west side uh, of Oregon. Yeah. It's pretty uh, it's pretty thick. <laughs> so. You can self-isolate there quite easily. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. So, and who knows? I might, I might head to the farm and just do some, do some walking and check the trails and see if I find anything. You know, who knows? I know there's one. I know there's one decent deer out there. Me and me and Cole have seen him uh, uh, running. He was, he was about. I would say he was four-ish uh last year when we saw him and it was pretty big body deer that's probably one of the bigger bodies i've seen so i i I think i've tracked him and saw the tracks this year uh because i mean you could tell he is definitely deeper 
uh, than everybody else walking around. And it, like I said, that was one of the bigger deer that I've seen out there. So I'm hoping he's still walking. Uh, he was a pretty good deer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get the cameras up, see if we could see if we could spot him and maybe let him grow a little bit and let Cole beat him up. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. When's he eligible to hunt the game? Uh, he's doing his test. Uh, well, since the break here, he's going to start doing it now. And then as soon as he does that, he just has to take the firearm test and then he, and then he's good to go. Then he has his license and I've already been, you know, stacking points and then he can start doing points and we could put in maybe for a unit together. So then he can, you know, let him shoot a pretty good animal. So I've been trying to do it the right, well, the right way. You know, I don't, I'm not jumping up and down to, you know, say, hey, I, I need to go shoot a big, you know, a big deer, a big elk. Like, that doesn't do it for me. Now, if I'm going to come up and shoot a moose and I'm going to bring home two coolers full of, of meat, I'm all in on that. You know what I mean? They better be. I, I don't care. I'll, I'll bring a whole trailer. I'm, I'm all in on that. If I got to buy more coolers or whatever I got to do, I'm easily in on that so that's that's going to happen and that's you know my son he he's 12 he's talked about that i want to go up to brad's i want to go up to brad's so yeah he has he has been bending my ear about that so i told him so maybe that's going to be his little high school thing like hey uh get out of this you know maybe before senior year or something we'll say or before junior year i'll say okay if you if you get all your grades are all in line and everything's good then we'll we'll go up to uncle brad's and and uh, and bury a big old moose. Bullwinkle, <laughs> yep. That's right. Well, anyone that listened to us February fifth knows that you were here this fall and helped me cut up oh. two moose while you were here, and then my dad shot one uh, a month later, and we processed that as well. Yeah, I was I was gone when you I was gone when your dad got that. It was so so awesome. Uh, now your dad's been how old's your dad now? Eighty. He's eighty. That's so yeah. cool. That is so freaking cool you just got to tell the kids like when i'm 80 i want to go shoot a moose yep pick me up at uh, 5 30 i'll be ready to go that's right that's right yeah i mean it's been uh you guys got some great animals you had some great ones this year uh which was you know it's it's every year is different but you definitely get some great animals which is cool and uh i'm always bro i'm always on the knife you let me know you let me know i got yes. I got the guys, I got Anthony at Benchmade making us a knife that's going to be this fall. And he keeps talking about it and talking about it. And I keep telling him, bro, stop talking about it and get us this damn knife. So I'm hoping, uh, he's telling me it's, it should be uh, hitting retail uh, before the summer. So I'm hoping that you and I will have one really quick so we can... Uh, me on the bird side, you on the on the big game side and the bird side. You know, I'm not taking that away from you, but I mean, obviously, I only clean birds. You do the big game unless I'm up there. So, uh, can't wait to try that out. I've heard a lot of great things. He's been hyping me up on this thing for I don't know how long. You know, so we'll see. It's funny you brought that up because I'm out in my shop talking to you, and I was just playing with my Benchmade knife. I have one that <laughs> Camp Chef had. Uh, crested for me and given to me and I was using it when I was doing up some some meat the other day and I was just cleaning it up while while we were talking. They are incredibly sharp blades, American made, and if you ever lose the edge and you don't know how to sharpen them, you can send them back and they'll touch them for you. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. The company's right down here by me. 
Uh, I met a good buddy who who is working there this year. Uh, he moved up. He was in a totally different industry, which was cool. Like he came from a totally different industry from me, like like when I did when I came into the outdoor industry, which was so cool. But it's always been a passion, and and we've always lived that lifestyle. So it's perfect for him, and uh, and he gets to do some stuff uh, and take take more on the hunting side and angle angle them in a little bit more. So yeah, I can't wait for this blade. I'm pretty excited. So yeah, we should have some we should have some cool stuff to. Uh, to use this coming fall so i'm i'm totally pumped yeah i'm ready <laughs> we're the right guys to test them <laughs> you got that I, t- I told him to hurry up and get it before turkey season gets here i said so i said i'm i'm definitely going to try to swat a couple turkeys and i could even put i could even put cole on the gun because he's on the mentor program right now so as long as one as long as we have one gun between us he can do the shooting so uh you know i'd like to have him maybe smash one uh so that'd be that'd be fun so i mean we were supposed to go to texas gonna happen twice yeah 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 we were supposed to go to texas with uncle sheldon but you know everything is so uh crazy right now that obviously that's not gonna happen so we're gonna have to just you know pick one off the pick one off the side of the mountain down here so that's all right we'll get it yeah find the local roost yeah 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 the uh you know, you're talking about just finishing the stuff up yeah uh stuff up for hunter ed that's a great thing to do right now if you've that's got right. kids that are coming up of age to go hunting that's right uh, what a no better time than get online and and take a hunter education course that's right that's right and that... walk, you know you can rekindle your yourself with it and uh do it with the family and uh have you know a new made hunting partner this fall yeah, I mean, you know, everybody can use a little refresher every once in a while, so it won't be bad to, to help them. You know what I mean? There's no doubt. That's what I'm going to do. So, yeah. Well, I think it gives them more confidence if you're yeah. there to, to walk through it with them and stuff. And yep. if they've got a question, they can ask you. So it's it's perfect timing to do something like that. That's what I'm saying. There's 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 a ton of there's a ton of options. So look at this as a blessing and just get get refocused on on what you can do outdoors. Uh, you know, if you. You know, the cool thing about it is if you need something, you know what I mean? If you need something like it's a click away, <laughs> do you know what right. I mean? You know, Amazon oh, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and a lot of the online people, you know, as far as like, you know, hand sanitizer and everything like that, like that's, you know, that's being, you know, hey, the medical stuff's got to ship first. But if you're, if you're going to, uh, you know, if you're going to an online dealer, you know, you could click on. You know, if you need some ammo for turkey season, you need some fishing lures, you uh, want to build a new cart and you need like you're going to start with a decoy cart or whatever, you know, get online. You know what I mean? We're I mean, we're obviously great, great partners with Rogers Sporting Goods. I mean, get online and see what you need. You know what I mean? I got guys going, oh, man, like I just ripped a bunch of bags like the decoy bags were ripped. And I was like, oh, my God, like we go through decoy bags because out here everything just gets wet dry wet dry oh, and then yeah. it goes wet 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 for and muddy right for for three weeks then a month then it's like then it dries out for like one day and then it's so it's like yeah so we rip some handles so i'm like okay put that on the list gotta get some new bags gotta get this so yeah there's there's you know who knows like you want to go like i said i had some ammo so we shot some nine mil and took the took the kids out uh, with the handgun. Get some more ammo. Click online. Bam. So that's the thing. You just got to look and and see what you can do, and and get out and do it. There's so much, so much going on 
that now you yeah. can just maybe join life back up and go. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you're talking about your uh, your decoy bags, decoys and stuff. When we close our season up here, as you know, it's usually, like, frozen. Yeah. And decoys are filthy. So this is the time of year I normally pull mine out and give them a cleanup because yeah. I, I honestly think if you leave them, it stains them. It takes some of their realism away from them. So it's important to clean them. And I just wrote an article on that for a magazine. And, you know, the best thing to use is just good old warm water and soap which, uh, you know, that's how they're advising for you to wash your hands right now, too. But the other thing I carry in the field with me, uh, now that I have twin girls that are going to be two, is baby wipes. Those oh, work awesome yeah. for cleaning up decoys, too. <laughs> no doubt. What, uh, what magazine, what did you write for? What, when is that coming out so guys can check that out and girls can check that out? Well, it's actually out already. Oh, it, it is. was out in the last issue of Outdoor Canada. There you go. Okay, Outdoor Canada. Well, they can, maybe they can check it out online if they're not in Canada. They could go online and check that. You know, obviously the, you know, there's, you know, uh, James and I were just talking and he was like, you know, his little tip was especially on the fully flock decoys. And he's like, he's like, I don't get them wet. I just take a really, really soft brush and just brush off the mud and then I'm good to go because he says I don't get them wet because obviously when you get the flocked ones wet, all the mud kind of disappears unless it's really thick. You know what I mean? And then it dries, and it's right back there again. He's like, so you just you just get them when they're dry, and I mean like a, uh, almost like a a brush you would, uh, like spiff some shoes with. You know what I mean? Shine some shoes with real soft bristles, not a, you know, not a household scrub brush, like nothing like that. Like really, I'm talking about super soft bristles. And he's like, yeah, I just I just rub that on the flocking where the dirt is. Off we go. Make sure it's good. You know, if the if the bills are dirty or anything else where there's no flocking, then you just wipe it off and back in the bag or wash the bags or hose them out, dry everything, and off we go. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically about maintenance, and then you don't have to worry about opening the trailer. You know, obviously, I open the trailer, pull everything out, sweep the floor, wash it down, scrub it, get all the dirt, get all the crap out, and then clean everything, put it back in. And you don't, like you said, you don't have to worry about opening weak or getting close. You know, you know, you're going to be too busy. What's what else is going on when we snap back into work and everything else? And you know, you'd be too busy. So yeah, get it done now. There's no doubt. Ready to go. I know you and I have talked about decoy trailers a lot over the years, and I took mine and painted it with a really heavy gloss paint so that I can get yep. in there and actually hose it out and sweep it out and. As you know, because you've hunted up here a lot, I've got that traction grit on the on the uh, pull down on the door. That comes, yep. Uh, and that's critical when you got like wet or mud or yes. anything else. It uh, it comes in handy. So there's lots of little things you can do to to uh, trick out your trailer. Right now, I mean, I got LED lights on the side and the yep. back. When yep. we pull into a field, I can light it up like a football stadium. I know that that doesn't work as well when you're hunting the river like you guys do down there, but uh, if you're hunting fields and you're actually pulling a trailer in somewhere, there's lots of things you can do right now to make your life much easier in the fall and actually probably make all your buddies stop and take a a real hard look at what you're doing and saying, hmm, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, listen, the same thing you did with the trailer. You know, I did that with the boat. You know, the floor of the boat has something on it so you don't slip and bust your behind. You know, I did the LED lights on the front. I did the LED, or, you know, the big light bar in the front. I did the LED lights inside on the rails so you could flip them on and they're, they're, 
you know, they're just, I should have did red on the inside, but I just did a really right. like dull white. Um, so I, I'm, I'm good with that because I, I, I think you just need a little bit more light in the boat when you're doing stuff in the morning, then you can turn it off and everybody get their night eyes back on. Uh, but the front of the boat, like I got to do something to the, to the led light or the big light bar. I want to do something. So, um, so the actual face of the light, I don't know if I could get anything for that to kind of put a tint on it or put something on it because I feel like, you know, it's so hard to get to when you pull in the boat, it's so hard to get to. And I'm just thinking that's a glossy surface on the boat. You know what I mean? So I got to figure out something on that. And maybe I'm overthinking that and that's not too much, but I'm, I'm, but I'm always thinking of something. You know what I mean? I mean, what you did to the trailer, I had to do like tenfold because we're so wet. I had to basically take everything out of the trailer and I had to uh, put this paint on it that is like mildew resist. Like it won't like nothing can grow in there. Like it, that's it. So. I did the floor and the walls and the roof. I did the whole thing in that. So now, you know, we can leave all our stuff in there wet, no problem. So uh, that has been a huge, huge help. And like you said, like I don't have the I don't have the pull down doors used. I, I you you do. I have the two swing doors, so we don't have to worry about getting in and out. But uh, but getting in and out of the boat, I definitely have a couple patches of that, you know, gridded paint you know, that has some texture to it. So when you're getting in and out of the boat that you don't eat it, there's no doubt. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting what people do to trick things out and the regional differences. Like you're still wet. Yeah. You know, Steph and I came down and hunted with you, I think it was four years ago now, but it, uh, it's definitely a different world using game carts or decoy carts to yeah. run things in and out and, and birds and walking with boots the size of, <laughs> I don't know what, what you'd call them, but, uh, your boots definitely get big with mud down there. Oh, yeah. It's like snowshoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting, putting on yeah. the snowshoes and they're full of mud. Yeah. And then we go up and hunt with uh, Rob up at Ranchland, and he's even gone as far as to put a gun safe in his trailer so that, you know, you load everything in there and head into the field. And when you're done, you pack it all up, lock it up, and away you go. It's uh, Everyone's got their unique ideas and different uh, twists on it. And, you know, it's a perfect time of year to to put all that together like check out your trailer do it uh customize it do your own thing come up with something new yeah same thing like everything no matter what you're using if you use a trailer do that if you you know if you load everything in the pickup like how can you do on the pickup what can you do on the pickup like if you're doing stuff <clears throat> in the boat what can i do to the boat like what didn't i have uh you know like i don't have i don't have a back uh like light bar on the back of the uh, boat and Mike, you saw Mike's boat. <clears throat> Mike has one on the back of his boat, so when he flicks the lights on, he's got front and back. So when you're setting up decoys, it's huge. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, I probably got to do the back. So, you know, there's a, there's a project I got to get going. So yeah, there's definitely a couple things. You know, oh, I got to do the dog ramp, or I got to uh, make this, or uh, you know, I got to work on this or that. I got a couple ideas for some more grass on the on the boat to hide. And, and I got to add some more grass to it. So, oh, yeah, there's just, you know, I was looking at it the other day in the shop, and I go, oh, I was like, oh, the front needs more grass. And I'm looking at it, and I go, oh, yeah, 
I get to do a couple more stubble straps here, and I got to hide this, and then I got to do something on the light bar. So yeah, that's what I said. As soon as you look at something, you go automatically go, I got to do that. I got to fix it. So yeah, there's a ton of stuff and to we're do. We're normally racing to do it on the night before opening. <laughs> right. So right. we should actually take our own advice and go through our own gear here in the next little while, sort of shot shells. And that's what I mean. Our trailers and decoys and clean them up and replace bags and yep. you know, that's waders or at least do a water test on them and everything else oh, we need God. to do. Uh, just to be ready. Yes, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. The waiter thing is just something that's that's just like no matter what I do, I always seem to find the barbed wire or this or that. There's no doubt. So yeah, I got to find. I got one leak in one pair right on the knee. I know exactly where it is. So yeah, I got to get to that. So yeah, and I got to do this all before I find it in November. You know what I mean? So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, just think you have that one leak repaired, you're gonna find out you have two. Right. Right, so just get to it, especially while it's warm, and you know, because everybody says, "Well, oh, that's a that's a cool little pond you have in the back of the the house there." You know, there when we got here, there was koi fish in it, and it was a little waterfall waterfall, and it's nice and it's quiet, and you could sit out there. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's for," I said, "That's for floating decoys and testing waders. That's not for the look of the house." Are you kidding me? <laughs> So that's what I end up using it for, making sure everything's floating right. And then uh, do I have any holes in my waders? So, yeah, that's really what it's for. Um, hey, you'll be, uh, you'll be excited to know that we are expecting down here we get our pup in the middle of April. <laughs> so the next, uh, the next hound will be here in the middle of April. So... It's going to Let get. Me guess, is it black? Of course it is. Of, of course, course it is. Like, That's right. How did I know that? Yeah, another black male. So he, uh, we go up to look uh, at all the pups, uh, probably the beginning of April, and then uh, you know two more weeks after that, uh, he'll be ready to to come home. So got to go up and take a look oh. at all of them and see see who's who and pick one and then go back up and get them and then and then the fun there is going to start <laughs> oh yeah you know because i started like i'm like okay i you know i haven't had a puppy in a long time like a, a while so i'm going oh my god like i gotta like inventory that and see what i need you know what i mean so that's a whole other uh project that just takes on that's gonna be a life of its own so yeah that's another great excuse to get you outdoors because that pup's going to keep you outdoors every day of your life oh there's no doubt so that's going to be great so uh the kids are pumped uh i'm pumped everybody's pumped here to see you know uh you know heck i've been dogless it'll be six months i don't i don't think i've been that in a long time so not since i like was in college and didn't have a dog at college so it's a long long time so yeah can't wait we're getting got to get everything in the garage and the house ready for that little rug rat so yeah yeah there's there's you know my time just got taken up by a lot so yeah i got to get everything else done before that he gets here then it's really going to be nuts yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah there's no if you what a first world problem getting a dog nowadays when you could spend so much time with them to have them trained as the ultimate hunting partner yeah yeah yeah, I'm hoping that 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 him and I bond pretty quick and go through everything. And obviously, James is right over here, and James has trained a ton of oh, dogs, yeah. and 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 whoever train you know, 
James learned from Robin. Robin's right out this way, too. He doesn't do any more dogs. I got my buddy Donnie down south in Roseburg and uh, Donnie Myers, and Donnie's, Donnie's a killer trainer. So I got great guys around me uh, to help me with my – uh, help me with the new hound, so it's gonna be fun. I can't wait, so that's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, gives me another reason to come back to Oregon. There you go, there you go. Yeah, he'll be he'll be with us this year. I don't know how much hunting he'll do, but he'll be going. Uh, he'll still be right. pretty young, but hey, I just take him so you can watch everybody else and see what happens, and uh, you know at least get him out, get him used to the boat, get him used to the layout blinds. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll train him just like I did the last, uh, the last one I trained money to sit behind the headrest and in the layout blinds and sit there and watch. So I'm going to train this one. No different. I mean, that's the perfect place for him, for me, uh, and what goes on so I can keep him hid. So yeah, I can't wait. There's going to be lots of stuff going on. So it'll be fun. I mean, lots, lots of stuff going. So that's what I said. So if anybody, if anybody that's tuned in or, or you tuned in late, make sure you go back and listen. I mean, Brad and I have, have covered, I mean, literally, <laughs> I don't know how many things that you need to be doing outside uh, or you could be doing, you know, hunting related. I mean, we went from, you know, the garage to the shop to the trailer to the boat to shooting to, you know, I mean, we didn't even touch, you know, go shoot some sporting clays, like go, like, there's so much everybody could be doing, you know, take this opportunity to, you know, get what you need and go do it. You know what I mean? And have some fun instead of just like running around your whole time and your whole life. And, you know, like you said, can't can't say it any better. Hit the reset button and just get acquainted with everybody in the house and and go have yeah. some fun together. There's no doubt. Yeah. 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 Perfect time to do that. I mean, like I said, we, who would have thought we'd have had an opportunity like this? I know. Like, society's gotten so hectic that uh, it really is a reset. Let's uh, let's play it through in the best way we can. Yeah, take advantage of it. Don't panic. Do what you need to do. Get your you know get your supplies. Get the stuff you need from the house. Don't hoard because there's old people that uh, need some help or see who you can help. You know, listen. It, it, listen. Yeah. Hunting goes hunting goes further than just uh, you know hunting. Let's say. And what I mean by that is, you know, I have some older friends who, you know, might have a condition that don't want to get out right now. You know what I mean? I've called every Absolutely. one of them and I've said to them, if there is something that you need, tell me, I will go get it. I will leave it on the doorstep. I don't need to see you. I see you all the time. I want to see you again. So whatever yeah. I can do to help you. I don't care what it is, you know, it, it, it doesn't change with me. Like, it doesn't matter what time of the day, doesn't matter what you need. If you need something, I'm in. Just tell me and I'll go do it. So, because obviously you're hoping that one day that, you know, if you need something, somebody's there to help you. So that's the whole point of this. It's to pull the country and everybody together, whether you're an outdoorsman, it, it doesn't matter anything. You know, it doesn't matter what category you're in, and it and I mean everything. Just help people and be kind. You know, that's a reset, too, for everything. So just do what you can. If there's anybody else, you know, that needs help, jump in and help. So, yeah. Trying times. But... Always... Yep. Go ahead. What were you saying? I cut you off. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, a friend of mine has always told his kids that if you're ever in need, look for somebody in camouflage. They'll take good care of you. <laughs> and uh, that's a really good note about hunters in general. We're, you know, we're kind, considerate, and thoughtful, and think of other people all the time. And you talk about getting out to help others. It's uh, there's no doubt. Know, yeah, wear your camo with pride. That's right. That's right. There's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, that's what you need to do. So that's a that's a that's an awesome one. I like that one. I might have to teach the kids yeah. that one if they don't already know that one. They they know they know all my buddies do whatever. So that's what I'm saying. So so pay it forward, help everybody out, do what you can. So that's all you can do. Uh, so cool. We've we've ripped we've ripped about an hour off, which is awesome. So if anybody wants to check out you and your stuff, give me some details on where they can go. I know you have a bunch of recipes and stuff on the Mossy Oak website. What else? Well, if you Google my name, a bunch of articles and recipes will come up that I do. Recipes for AmericanHunter.org, um, the chef for Delta Waterfowl, That's right. uh, Bow Hunting World, Mossy Oak. You don't have to look too hard to find a bunch of recipes out there with my name beside them. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. And, it, <clears throat> you know, whatever magazine you're reading, you see Brad Fenson's name, make sure you take a, a look at it, read it. You know, Google some backstories. You know, maybe there's something you want to... Um, you know, maybe you have a, an, an elk draw this year in Utah, or you got an elk draw in whatever, or you're going this, you know, do some searching back at some articles and, and, you know, maybe you'll get a different perspective on your hunt before you go. You might learn something, uh, that's happened in the past, you know, that, that Brad wrote about, or somebody else wrote about that you go, Hey, I can apply this to where I'm going, or, Hey, I need to watch out for this when I go. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff we could be doing, and like we, we keep going back to, you know, maybe we didn't have time. You're thinking to yourself, well, I barely have time to go on this hunt. Well, now you have time to do some research and, and check some stuff out, like, you know, Google some stories on this, or, hey, we're going we're gonna to try to go to Canada to, you know, to do a, a, you know, a freelance hunt, or we're going to go here. I mean, like, you know, just just do some reading, do some research, go back to old magazines. You know, you know, I'm, I'm a magazine guy. I love getting magazines. Uh, I love them and I like sitting down and reading them. You know, maybe I'm an old fart. I don't know. I just like reading magazines. I've always been a magazine guy, you know, for everything. Uh, and I just like reading, I got a stack. Like I'm just going to go through some old ones cause I never got to, you know, go through all of them and read everything. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna go right. So I'm gonna go back and go through some of those, and uh, and and maybe there's an article I missed or something I didn't get to read all the way through. So I'm definitely gonna do that. You know what I mean? I totally am gonna do that. So, um, you know the uh, the only other thing I can tell everybody. So so check out Brad. Uh, make sure you go if you if you need anything from us. Hit the final approach. Hit the website fabrand.com. <clears throat> If you want to check out any of the sales or anybody that's ever, you know, going hard on sales and stuff, you know, it's always Rogers Sporting Goods. Uh, they always got crazy sales on our stuff. And guys would be calling me, dude, you, are you really selling that at that price? And I go, dude, it's them. Don't, don't be pointing the finger at me. So, so check them out if you need anything. Uh, you know, they, they just, they, they freaking have everything. It's crazy. Uh, big shout outs to, obviously, the folks that keep everything going for us and are, are big supporters of us, and that's Benelli. We shot the new SB3s uh, this past year, last year. Can't wait to try the new ones, the best system, and that new coating. Uh, man, I saw that at SHOT Show, and I was just drooling over that, going, 
God, I can't. You know, you're looking at a brand new shotgun, and the only thing I could think of, Brad, is I go, I wonder, I'm just going to tie a rope on it and throw it in the river <laughs> and leave it there for a little bit in the salt and then right, and then bring it up and throw it in the boat. And I'm thinking to myself, who the, who the hell thinks about taking a, you know, a $2,000 plus shotgun and tying a rope on it and throwing it in the river? Like, what dumbass thinks that? And that's, like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so, whatever. Crazy. So, yeah. So Benelli's always helping us. Uh, uh, JJ and all the folks at Federal uh, are always in doing stuff with us, and and uh, we support them and shoot their ammo and and uh, and shoot an awful lot of animals with the uh, obviously the guys at Mossy Oak and Pattern Master who helps us. And then we were just talking about Benchmade before, and a couple new blades that are coming out, and uh, and and of course Brooks and the guys at Camp Chef. <clears throat> I mean, you're always using that stuff, and we're always using it when we're cooking and doing stuff. So, we got some great partners that we're that we're in with, and the loophole guys. So, we we got a good bunch, and we we try to stick together and help each other out. Uh, you know, good people find good people. So that's what we try to do here. You know what I mean? We gravitate together. That's right. That's right. Awesome, <laughs> bud. All right. Hey, listen. Uh, stay safe. Obviously, everybody, wash their hands. Just be active and get outside go do something buy some fishing lures or buy something that you need get some 22 ammo take the kids out go do something go pop a couple coyotes do whatever you need to can put some duck box hey put some uh put some hen nesting boxes up put some wood duck boxes up put you know what i mean we could be doing that stuff too go to delta waterfowl if you want to check out those guys on doing some stuff there that would be a great idea i mean you guys are cold up there but we could be putting up you know some boxes down here and everything like like now so yeah there's lots to do so so do that all right check us out on uh on uh instagram facebook uh podcasts and also the youtube channel so we're putting up stuff as fast as we can and we got a ton of new items coming we're going to do a whole new show on that and podcast on that as we get closer here to summer so we're getting there Brad, buddy, appreciate you calling. Uh, thanks for the time. As always, you got a lot of knowledge to hand out, so hope everybody enjoyed it. Brad Fenson, everybody, check them out when you can. All right, bud, kiss the girls. Yeah, kiss the girls. Tell everybody I'll see you guys soon. Stay safe, and uh, and we'll talk at you real soon. Sounds good, buddy. Awesome. Thanks, bro. Take care. All right, appreciate you. All right, Brad Fenson, check them out. He's incredible, incredible writer, incredible outdoorsman, uh, can do it all. I mean, if there was a guy I could dump off uh, in the middle of the woods in anywhere and, uh, you know, you'd go back and pick him up in a month or two and you'd be like, did you put on weight? Oh, yeah, 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 we ate pretty good. <laughs> so Brad's that kind of dude, man. He is self-sufficient and awesome, and he has a ton of knowledge, so... I'm uh, I'm I'm a good I'm a good guy to know that I uh, I have a good friend in him and and all the knowledge man because I just listen I just sit there and listen it is incredible so all right y'all fa uh, podcast uh, whatever episode this is I don't know it's the doomsday prepper <laughs> prepper uh, you know it's just to do things. Uh, other than think about the virus podcast is what it is. So we'll we'll put it up in another day or two if you miss it or you only caught parts of it or you want to spread the word. Uh, we appreciate you guys joining us. And that's it for Final Approach. I'm Mario. I'm out.